On today's episode, I talk with Lance Parrott, or as a lot of people call him, Lance the Voice. For almost a decade, Lance has really made a name for himself announcing high school games in Southwest Oklahoma. This past season, Lance announced over 350 games, and in the past eight seasons, he has surpassed the 2,000 game mark. He's always wearing his trademark suspenders and always keeps the games upbeat with his signature phrases that we'll get into during the podcast. From the time we recorded this interview back during the summer, Lance was diagnosed with thyroid cancer. Lance didn't let the diagnosis and impending surgery deter him. He reached the 2000 game announced milestone in between diagnosis and his surgery. Lance is scheduled to have another surgery in the coming weeks, but you know what? It won't stop him. He's going to announce up until that surgery. And here's my conversation with Lance the Voice. Mr. Lance, thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to visit with me a little bit. Well, thank you so much. It's glad to be visiting with you. Yep. Now, you know, it's a lot like I've kind of been following you over the summer. I've, you kind of, people kind of have the misconception that coaches have a break during the summer, but we really don't. And it kind of seems like you don't have much of a break either. Well, actually, I have quite a bit of a break. Uh, once we finished up with the uh, softball and baseball season, uh, then I didn't have anything until we got right up into June. And then, of course, once we hit uh, in June, I had a baseball tournament, uh, I believe it was in early June. And then I did the basketball camps over at Surreal. In fact, Empire was there. The uh, girls team was. Yeah. And um, played well, in fact, by the way. Hmm. Uh, but uh, we had that. And now I'm going to be basically quiet. Uh, I know this is going to play at a later time, but it'll be in July when I'll do an event. And then once we kick into August, off we go again. Yeah. Yeah, now you've kind of – you've only been doing this for eight seasons? I'll begin my ninth season uh, this fall. Yeah. Now, t- talk a little bit about how you became Lance the Voice. I'm not even going to say your last name. I don't even know if I know it. it it's the Voice. That's what I'm going to call you, Lance the Voice. What well, was it I that- don't mind if people know I'm Lance Parrott. But, oh, it's uh, – I'll just say this, that I was visiting with a uh, superintendent the other day and kind of told her the short story of my of uh, my story. Mm-hmm. But um, it's kind of like I told her, um, it's all, you know, it's always about the kids. Um, you always try to do it for them and you always try to do it for, for uh, the fans. Yeah. But... Um, the way it all kind of started, uh, I was in radio for 23 years. My uh, radio career actually started at KRHD in Duncan, which, of oh, course, man. was located right across the street from Halliburton Stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was in radio on and off for 23 years. Of course, I'm also a pastor, and so um, and still am now, and uh, have, have done that. But uh, 23 years of radio, and in 2014, uh, following a not-so-good incident on my job, uh, I made the inquiry of coming to Cement, and God moved me here. Mm-hmm. I gave him all the glory for it. Uh, he moved me here to Cement, and I had told God when I walked away from my job that I would never announce again. Yeah. That, uh, I, was, I was through announcing. And um, 
when we moved to cement, um, we had been asked to go to a fifth and sixth grade and junior high football game at, at cement schools. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> my wife said, well, we really need to unpack. And I said, well, we need to be involved in the community too. Yeah. So we go to the game. No one's announcing. No one's running even the scoreboard that night. <laughs> and I said to the person that had invited us to go to the game, I said, well, there's nobody announced the games or anything. And she said, well, I've never seen anybody announce games here. Mm-hmm. She said, why can you do it? And I said, well, I've had 23 years, you know, experience in radio. And I did, uh, I did do some PA uh, announcing, uh, way back in the eighties. Yeah. Now, 1984, 85, I think it was. And, um, hadn't done it since but uh, she said well I'm going to let the principal know that you can do the ball game she said no 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 don't do that (laughs) Yeah. and so she she uh, goes to the principal and the principal says I understand you're interested in doing our ball games and I said well we could kind of make it a tryout Mm -hmm. and so um, he said well I'll tell you what we have a ball game next Tuesday or next Monday night uh, fifth and sixth grade and junior high we have a sound system we'll set it up in the press box you show up do your thing yeah and i said well how about we um how about we just make it a tryout he said okay i said if you don't like what you hear uh no no hard feelings mm-hmm. and so i showed up the next week uh announced those games with about four minutes left to go in the junior high game he comes up he says, well, based on what I'm hearing, and then he pauses. Oh, yeah. And naturally, when he pauses, the first thing you're thinking is, this is not good. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was doing it for effect, I know, but he goes, we would like to continue doing this if you're game. Oh, yeah. And I said, sure, I'd love to do it for the rest of the season. Well, then the next week, I think it's like two days later, Someone came to church and said, the volleyball coach wants you to show up and introduce the players. Yeah. And so uh, I was doing football and going to introduce the players in volleyball. And um, I remember getting ready in the shower one day, was going to introduce the girls at the volleyball game. And I I still remember uh, while I was in the shower, I said, to the Lord, I said, God, I have got to stop doing this. Mm-hmm. I promised you that I would never announce again. I would pastor this church, and that's all I would do. Mm-hmm. And as sure as I'm sitting here, and you'll know what I'm talking about when I say I heard that still small voice on the inside. Mm-hmm. And that still small voice spoke to my heart and said, You were willing to give up what you love because I loved being a radio DJ. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I had a, a show that was very popular in the Altus area, very loyal audience. And I had given that up, started this. And that voice said to me, you were willing to give up what you loved for me. Mm-hmm. And because you love me, I just gave it back to you. Mm. 
Yeah. And so from then on, I never worried any more about it. Uh, the first three years that I announced, it was all, you know, for just volunteer. And then I got the call um, from Ninacaw, which, of course, Ninacaw has had its bad news in the past year. Mm-hmm. But uh, I got the call to go and do a basketball tournament over there. And um, the people enjoyed it so much that they asked me if I'd come back for basketball season. And they said, we'll even pay you. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it didn't start out as a very, you know, big payday. But it was enough to buy my gasoline to get there and all. And so it just kind of went from then on. In fact, uh, interestingly enough, uh, the first game I ever did at Nenecaw, which was actually a senior night, Apache was there. And as a result of that senior night, I was invited to do the tournament, which Empire used to be at, uh, over at Apache in basketball. And um, it just has grown since then. And I believe it was last, uh, last year, I served, I think it was nine different schools and two Mighty Might organizations. Wow. And so it has just exploded and all the glory goes to God. Going back to the sports, do yes. you do you have a favorite sport to cover? Because I know, I mean, I, I, I come to know you from, I, well, I take that back. I was about to say basketball. But I, I remember the first time I heard you, it was at one of our baseball games a couple of years ago. I was like, oh, that's pretty neat. But, I mean, do you have a favorite one that you cover? Probably my favorite sport is basketball. I think uh, I enjoy basketball probably the most because of the action. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoy doing football. You know, uh, certain, some games are more fun than others in football, yeah. especially if you – of course, you know, I announce footballs for surreal, mm-hmm. and occasionally you get that 45 rule in there. Yeah. yeah. And um, – with being in um, class B, but uh, I really enjoy doing volleyball too. Really? Uh, I mentioned about volleyball, uh, volleyball. I hated volleyball when I started doing it. <laughs> yeah. I, I did not like it at all. And when they asked me to come and do the volleyball games, uh, the senior girls at that time were having a, a 500 uh, season. Mm-hmm. And the coach told me later on, she said, I just felt like you were the push that we needed in order to pump these girls up. And they went to the state semifinals. Oh, uh, yeah. And never lost another home game the rest of that season. Wow. So, now I can't say that's the case in all cases, but. (laughs) Yeah, it helped, though. It helped. It it helped. And uh, I love doing volleyball. I. I, I enjoy doing softball, uh, fast pitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really enjoyable. Now, slow pitch is kind of like watching paint dry. No offense to you, slow pitch players. You might be listening. <laughs> and even yeah. the fast pitch coaches tell me they, they prefer fast pitch, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I enjoy doing baseball. When baseball is, is exciting and it's a good close game, I enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, so I really enjoy everything that I do. But basketball, uh, probably because I can I – can, uh, work the crowd a whole lot more in a basketball game. Yeah. Now, I know you do your I've, – I've seen some of your Facebook Live, like game recaps, which I thought was pretty good. Just I mean, just all the stuff that you put into that and all the stuff you do during the games. Is there anything that you've kind of thought about experimenting with 
experimenting with in the future? Oh my goodness. Um, you're always trying to, um, come up with new lines. Mm -hmm. Um, I test those out some, uh, for example, uh, I know it was back in basketball season when I did the um, regional down at uh, Geronimo. Mm -hmm. I think Empire was in that one too, if I remember right. Yes. And we go down there, and of course, um, the principal who had invited me to come, he said, Lance, it's our first time to ever host a regional, so we want to go totally by the book. Mm -hmm. and don't say three and don't say two well of course you know how big of a yeah mm -hmm. you know how big three is a part of my repertoire mm -hmm. and so I showed up the first day of the tournament and I sit down beside him and I called him by name and I said I know you said not to do three and he said right I said what if I said triple banger yeah and he said, That's not he started laughing and he <laughs> said, I knew you'd figure out a way to beat it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I began, he said, go for it. Give it a shot. Let's see how it goes. Mm -hmm. And I mean, triple banger caught on during that tournament so much so that, um, I've now made it a part of my repertoire and not everything will be called free. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> it's going to be just triple banger. Yeah. And the little liners that was actually, um, and I'll give the credit to Christian Comardley, who is a, I believe he'll be a junior this year over at, at Apache. And I've still got the note in my notebook that he left on the desk for me. And he said, say bang like they do in the NBA on threes. Mm -hmm. Well, he didn't leave his name on there, but the coach had, uh, coach finally tracked down who it was. And I said to the coach, I said, coach, how can I do that? He said, well, just say three and add a bang to it. Yeah. yeah. And I said, okay. And so it, it was kind of interesting that the first place I ever said was triple banger was in Geronimo. And the first person I ever said bang for was a player from Geronimo. Yeah. <laughs> and wow. so it was, a uh, in the, um, well, it wasn't a tournament la uh, last year. It was, um, you know, just a festival because of COVID. Mm -hmm. Last year, of course, it was able to go back to the tournament. But um, that was kind of where some of the added things came. I've always kind of thrown in the three. You learn to uh, borrow. I won't say steal. You learn to borrow. Yeah. None, um, of, it, none of it's copyrighted. Exactly. <laughs> My wife and I, we would go uh, watch the OU women play basketball. And I would watch the announcer and she would watch the game. Hmm. Yeah. And so when I heard him going three, I thought, okay, I think I can do that. And I added it in. People loved it. Uh, of course, I know that you're <laughs> the OSSAA doesn't really smile on that. Nah. Um, but I, I know all of the different schools that I've worked for have said, uh, well, if we get in trouble, we'll stop it. And yeah. Yeah. Then we may start it up again. <laughs> yeah. But you, I've had so many of them tell me it's just a part of what you do and yeah, it works. Absolutely. So don't 
you know, don't stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll say sorry later if we get in trouble for it. Um, yeah, it's easier to get uh, forgiveness than it is permission. So mm-hmm. now you had said that. About, I, oh, go ahead, go ahead. But I do, uh, you know, I, I the recaps uh, that kind of. I really don't even remember kind of what what got me going on that, other than the fact that maybe I thought, well, um, I've been writing recaps for a while. Mm-hmm. Maybe I ought to just try to do it as a video. Yeah. And then I started adding in the stats, started getting a copy of the book, you know, at the end of the game. And believe it or not, I actually had one coach tell me, he said, I watch your recaps. He said, I don't like them. You never know that I've I've watched them. He said, because I don't click like or anything. He said, but if it's a team that you announce for that you're recapping that I'm playing, he said, I don't even have to watch film. Yeah. He said, because you tell me what I need to know. And I'm like, "Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-oh. I got to be more careful here. (laughs) Yeah. But you you had said that about when you went to the OU game and your your wife's watching the game and and you're watching the announcer. I think that's you know I mean that's what your background's in. So that's what you're you know you're gonna watch the game too, but you're automatically gonna be listening to what the announcer's saying. I, I do that because I used to work in TV a long time ago, and I can't watch like the local news now without being the, the world's worst critic about the video they shoot or something it's because it's I can't even listen to the story because I'm I'm watching the video or you know watching them deliver watching the reporters deliver the news and I'm like oh man I can't just sit and enjoy it you know I'm always, I'm always <laughs> I know what you're and, saying and trying to although I will <laughs> say that you know I have I have thoroughly enjoyed going to those games and just listening and learning mm-hmm and even even catching some things from the DJ that they have there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing. I, I remember even when I was just doing cement, uh, when cement still had football, and we had a there was a young man up in the press box with me, and I said, "I want you to watch something." I said, "I want you to watch the way I say first down." Mm-hmm. and then I want you to watch the response of the crowd mm-hmm. and so I said it's a first down for the Bulldogs and the crowd did nothing Yeah. when I said and it's a first down cement mm-hmm. and the crowd applauded Yeah. Yeah. and so now uh, one of the ideas that I have borrowed which we do at Surreal uh, and I think you know uh, you may have heard it when Empire is played over at Surreal. We do the first down thing. Mm-hmm. And the, the crowd generally is pretty good with it. The cheerleaders love it. If I if I say first down and they don't get to say it, they get mad now. So <laughs> uh, yeah. if it's things that, that make it fun for the people and for the players, that's that's – that's what games are all about. Oh, yeah. It's meant to be fun. It's meant to be educational, as we know. Mm-hmm. But it's also meant to be fun. Yeah. Now, you talked about uh, the communities that you're in, Surreal, Cement, Nenecal, all the other ones that you cover. How do you feel like the communities have embraced what you do? Have you Do you kind of feel like that it's overall, overall pretty positive? 
I, I would say so. Um, you know, you have some people that may not like you on a personal level. Oh, yeah. yeah. That uh, kind of wish you weren't ball get, weren't at the ball games sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that happens to me here in Cement. I have some people that don't like me on a personal level, and you can tell it just really agitates them when I'm there. <laughs> uh, so I just make sure to emphasize their children just a little bit more positively. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Um, but yes, I would say pretty much everywhere that I that I go, it's been a positive response. Um, I've only had one school that I have not actually been back to, and it was not because of anything that they didn't like. Mm-hmm. It was just we never could fit it into the schedule, and high schools come first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Now, the reason why I kind of brought the communities up, because I, like I was telling you before we started about uh, some of the surreal girls, I think what who it was that got you the blue suspenders. So, I mean, oh, that yeah. kind of yeah. tells me that, 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 that the communities really like what you do. Well, I'll tell you the funny thing about surreal. Of course, uh, cement and surreal have been rivals forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had people that, you know, told me if I ever went to surreal, they would be, <laughs> they would not be happy with me. Yeah. Um, but the opportunity came, in fact, the year that Cyril won state, when they won state in, uh, I think it was Class A, mm-hmm. that um, they had, I had gotten this text, and it said, uh, Lance, um, could you do some of our ball games? Yeah. We're going to have a down year this year, and we've graduated some seniors, and morale is low. And the first thing we thought of to help pick our kids up was you. Hmm. Oh, man. Is yeah. there any way that you could come do some ball games? Well, of course, my schedule was pretty busy at that time as it was, but I said, I'll see what I can fit in. But I, I was kind of skittish about going, and the principal at that time here at CMAN, I talked to him, and he said, if you if you don't have anything going those nights, he said, if you need my permission, go. Yeah. And so I went and did three high school, I believe it was, ball games, and uh, did their district tournament. And they went on and won state that year. Mm-hmm. And needless to say, uh you know, I can't take credit for that because they had, they really had an awesome team of players. Mm-hmm. But uh, that, in fact, that was the year that uh, Coach McLemore had his boys and his girls in state. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. The girls were out the first year, uh, after the first round, I think. But uh, going over there for the past, well, this will be, <laughs> it's kind of funny. This will be my fifth season to go to Surreal. Yeah. Wow. Half a decade. Hmm. Um, this will be my sixth season at Minicaw and my ninth season, hopefully, it's not official yet at CMET. I haven't met the new superintendent yet, but hopefully my ninth season there. Yeah. Wow. And But anyway, at, at Surreal, uh, Coach McLemore had told me, he said, Lance, if you can crack these people, you're going to have done a miracle basically yeah 
And he and I said, well, if you're laying down a challenge, I'll accept it because I've never seen a high school crowd at a basketball game yet that I couldn't crack. Mm -hmm. High school. Junior high is a totally different ball of wax, as you know. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But at a high school game, Mm -hmm. it's pretty easy to move the crowd. And so that night, um, we did the starting lineups and the people were on their feet and they were on their feet a good bit during the game. And after the game was over, he said, I can't believe it. Hmm. You had those people on their feet cheering. And I said, don't you I'd take the challenge. <laughs> there you uh, go. When you really, you know, I believe when you encourage the people to get behind the kids mm-hmm. and that it's for the kids that they'll get in there and they'll cheer. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And so I go over there and started doing some softball then started doing football the next year, but started doing some softball for them. And I never really did have a lot of communication with the kids mm-hmm. until I would say this year, this past year. Hmm. And so the, the surreal girls had done real well and they're, they had won regional. Well, usually when they won regional, it'd be over at Surreal, but it wasn't that time. And there's just a little thing that I usually will say. I'll say, congratulations, Lady Pirates, you're going to state or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, it, and so the uh, parents for Pirates, which is the booster club over there, had texted me and said, would you come over and do a pep rally? We'd like for you to come over and do the pep rally. And I said, well, yeah, I'll I'll do that. Sure. So I go over and I do my hype, you know, for the team and all this, that, and the other and introduce them. And this one girl who had probably spoken 10 words to me in those four years Mm -hmm. comes over and asks for the microphone. And I said, well, yeah, you can have the microphone. She said, well, we have a presentation we need to do. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, this is going to be a presentation to the coaches because one of the coaches was her dad. Mm -hmm. You know, they're going to present something to the coaches. Well, she starts talking and she's looking at me. Yeah. Yeah. And she says, you started coming over four years ago and doing our ball games. And she said, you don't know how glad we are that you did because sometimes we don't have a very big crowd for our games, but we knew you were going to be here when you could be. And when you were here, it picked us all up. It made us all laugh. It made the crowd respond. And we just want to show you appreciation for all that you've done for us. Wow. And that's when they gave me the blue suspenders. And then they also gave me a, a personalized drink bottle with Lance the Voice on the front. Wow, that's pretty cool. That's pretty and cool. And so it really, it really, it brought me to tears. I've had some of those situations over the years where you get those presentations, and you're not doing it for that moment. But it still feels you're good. Not for the kids, but when those moments hit, it's wonderful to know they appreciate you. And believe it or not, now. A lot of the time, the kids will speak to me first. Yeah, yeah. And so, it's—I I don't know if you saw the video or not—where I went and surprised the Surreal Esports 
team when they were doing some stuff. Did you get to see that? No, I didn't get to see that one. It's still on my page. You'll have to go in there and check it. Okay. Uh, check it out. It's really cool. The um, guy who's over the eSports had um, sent me a text, and he said, Lance, uh, just so you know, our shoutcasters, which were their, their announcers, you know, for eSports, mm-hmm. guys that play, fo- that play football, he, uh, he said, they're shouting you out. Mm. And they're using your bing bang boom yeah. on their on their uh, on their on their cast. Yeah. So I went back and listened to it, and they'd go they'd go bing bang boom. Shout out, Lance the Voice. <laughs> and so I I said to him, I said, when do they do that again? And he told me, and I said, how do you think it would be if I were to come over and just surprise them at the door? Yeah. Come in and, and just say hi. Not them, not even know I'm coming. He said, I love the idea. Let's set the time. And so we set the time. I texted him and I told him, I said, I'm outside the door. And so I'm standing at the door. He gets his camera going and records the video and all of a sudden, now you're talking high school boys. Yeah. And you know, high school boys are macho and all this and the other, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they acted like a bunch of schoolgirls. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Lance the Voice, Lance the Voice. What's Lance the Voice doing at the door? <laughs> <laughs> and I went in and hollered bing, bang, boom, you know, and they gave me a round of applause and were very, you know, seemed happy that I was there. Yeah. And uh, their coach told me, he said, you really made their day. Yeah. And so, you know, that, that type of thing. Um, I remember, uh, the first presentation that I ever had was, I guess my second year of announcing and I've still got the plaque. I have most everything that's been given to me still, yeah. um, over the past few years, but they, this girl comes over and says, we need to make a presentation kind of the same type deal and I said okay so I start working on my stuff for the ball game and she starts talking and she's talking to me and they gave me a plaque that said uh, thank you for being the voice of the Bulldogs mm-hmm. uh, seeing that Bulldogs and so um, that brought tears to my eyes uh, those those moments are always unexpected mm-hmm. and I think uh, when they did senior night at um, Nenecaw, I think it was a couple of years ago in basketball, just before COVID hit, they, I don't know if y'all do it or not down there, but they hand out the roses to people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm sitting over there playing music while the roses are being handed out. And all of a sudden these two girls come over to me and these were not real roses. These were little, you know, roses they had made. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And they brought that to me, and they said, this is for you. Mm-hmm. And I said, for what? And they said, for making our high school careers wonderful. Oh, man. Yeah. I still have that. Yeah. I had a senior boy who wrote me a personal note and brought it to me and I still have that note. Mm-hmm. Uh, those things you 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 treasure. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. You just absolutely. I know. You just never. You, you never know the impact that you're making. In fact, that that one of the girls that gave me one of those roses, her and the other girl gave me the rose. I went to the bank the other day, mm-hmm. and I pull up at the bank, and instantly she calls me by name, and she says, "It is so awesome to get to see you." Yeah. yeah. And so hopefully. Some of these kids I make an impact on that maybe, you know, and let me tell the sad story for a minute, if you don't mind. Sure, go ahead. And I'm, I'm kind of rambling here, but... No, you're fine. Uh, last year, at uh, when Nenecal was playing in their district championship at softball, which they won, mm-hmm. yay, Nenecal winning that, uh, they needed that with all the trash that's gone on over there. Yeah. But... Um, there was a girl that was there that had left the school tremendous basketball player tremendous and i went over to speak to her and i called her by name and i told her i said it is so great to get to see you you don't know how much that you're missed and she said well i miss being here she said but i want to tell you something she said you are the highlight of my basketball career at Nenecaw. Oh, wow. Yeah. You're the, I miss you. She said, when I was on the court, you always picked me up. Mm. And I never, and I never will forget that. Yeah. And that just tells you that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. You know? I mean, that's, that's stuff like that. I mean, like I said, you're not doing it for, all that stuff that they're giving to you, but it just lets you know that, yeah, this is what, what, what you, what God told you is what you, this is, it wasn't just a false voice. It wasn't just you telling you, it wasn't just you telling yourself, this is what you need to be doing. It was, this is where you're supposed to be. That is what you're supposed to be doing. Well, if you ask how Lance, the voice actually got started, uh, Lance, the voice of the Bulldogs started in the way, then I told you, you know, with, with the Lord speaking that to me. Mm-hmm. Then when I started going to Nenecaw, then they started calling me Lance, the voice of the owls, and then over at Apache. Yeah. Uh, when I'd go do basketball games, I began to be known as Lance, the the voice of the, you know, the Warriors and all mm-hmm. this, that, and the other. And finally, uh, when I started going so many places, uh, I just, I, I was kind of like, you know, I need a a moniker here that covers everybody, and so Lance the Voice just kind of kind of fell into place. Now, to tell you how I actually got became known as Lance the Voice of the Bulldogs, uh, how that started, I walked into the volleyball game one day, and um, there was a young lady, sixth grader at that time. She's now graduated. And I believe is expecting a child anytime. Hmm. Uh, is married and expecting a child anytime. But I walked in the door, and it's probably like the second week that I was doing it. And I walked in the door, and she goes, "Well, there comes Lance, the voice of the Bulldogs, or the the voice of the Bulldogs guy." <laughs> yeah. And it stuck. And so she she's the one that named me. And at her senior night a couple of years ago, um, I brought that out, and I said. Serena, you named me. <laughs> you get the credit. Yeah. 
That's pretty cool. It, it was a cool moment. It yeah. really was. And I think, talking about senior nights, they get harder the more I do this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. I do shed some tears at senior nights now. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, you I mean, get to kind of halfway yeah. know these kids. And not having any children myself, mm-hmm. I live kind of proxy through them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's going to get any easier. Because, I mean, you're just going to be around these kids more and more, and they're going to get to know who you are more and more. I mean, it's uh, – yeah, it's not it, – it, 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 it's – great to see those kids moving on but like like you said you know before you know it you'll be seeing kids that you saw when you were announcing that were you know in lower elementary graduate and you're gonna be like oh my goodness have i been doing this right. so long you know <laughs> uh, well what's the funny is um it was last year not not this past may but the one before that um that girl that i was talking about and another one, and uh, some boys that played in the very first basket or first ball games that I ever announced. Yeah. Uh, well, in fact, the last, I believe it was two or three boys that played in the very first football game that I ever announced, which was fifth and sixth grade. Yeah. Graduated this year. Wow. Yeah. And so I told those boys. From the year before and those this year, I said it may not be a big deal to you, but it's a big deal to me because you go down and lance the voice history. <laughs> you played at the very first ball game that I ever did. Yeah. Wow. That's and they won. They went undefeated that season, so Yeah. That's pretty cool. Well, before I let you go, um I'll probably if it's okay with you at some point later on, I may want to talk with you again do, do this podcast thing with you again because there's still a lot sure, of stuff I'd love that, to. a lot of stuff i that, can tell you tons of stories <laughs> <laughs> but one thing that i really like that you do at games uh that you're announcing is having the crowd sing the national anthem because i can't remember which one it was it was it was either at districts over at surreal or maybe even a yep. regular season game I remember thinking, you know, I was standing up. I think you said, you know, will you please stand for the national anthem and stood up. And I was waiting for the, you know, the everybody's song that they have on their phone to start playing. And you're like, I can't remember what it, verbatim what you said, but basically you wanted the crowd to sing it. And I was like, oh, man, I don't want to sing. And then, you know, just when it, it kind of started off low and then it just, it just kind of grew and grew. And I was like, man, this is pretty powerful doing it this way. Where did you come up with that? Believe it or not, they took that down off of Facebook. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was reposted because one of the one of the young men from uh, Surreal recorded that and was talking about how great it was. Well, I put it up on my page and Facebook took it down. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we got we got it put back up, and it's still there. Okay. So if anybody wants to go in there and see, you'll have to do a lot of scrolling, but but it's there. <laughs> Uh, because I remember somebody telling me said the crowd kind of went, oh man, Every, like that. Was, that was probably me. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, uh, the idea actually came up, if I remember right, it was at what they call Meet the Owls Night at Nenecaw last year. They wanted to start off with the national anthem. And I, I said, well, do you have somebody that wants to sing it? 
Mm-hmm. They said, no, we don't have anybody that wants to sing it. Why don't you just play the instrumental? I said, well, let's do something different. Mm-hmm. Let's let's all sing it together. And this person said, well, if you want to give it a try, go for it. And so I said, you know, let's, uh, let's do the national anthem. And people kind of groaned like, you know, you were talking about a little yeah. bit. We sang it. And as we sang, as you said, it grew a little bit. And when we got to the end, it was one of the loudest applauses that I've ever heard for the national anthem. Yep. I had people telling me, said, oh, you're a good singer, Lance. I said, forget me singing. Everybody else was singing. Yeah. And some were even singing in harmony, mm-hmm. which made it, you know, really beautiful. We don't do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had, you know, some baseball coaches that have told me said because i played it with singing and they're like let's just play the instrumental i'm like you know whatever you want uh you know we're 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 here i always tell whoever i'm working for i'm here to serve you yeah Yeah. whatever whatever you want that's what i'm going to try to do but it it was i remember that was quite a moment and and as i remember there was pretty loud applause and surreal over that oh yeah it was it, I mean, I said it was powerful. It kind of moved me because, like, like, like you were saying, it kind of started off low, people kind of mumbling it, and then all of a sudden towards the middle and towards the end, it was like, man, this is it – was, it was just – it was a powerful feeling, you know, just because I think most of the time people just kind of go through the motions with that, and with that it's kind of like they – I don't know if it's a feeling of ownership with it, you know, kind of all the pregame jitters from the players and just all the anticipation going into the game. And then it's like, you know, hey, this is a – we're involved, I think, like as the crowd, it's like you're involved with it just as much as anything. Well, Mr. Lance, sir, I appreciate you doing this. Like I said, I could talk to you forever, but kind of want to save it for another time. I mean, I think, uh, I think you'll definitely be one of my repeat guests if you'll want to do it again. I would love to do so. Thank you so much for having me. High school sports needs more personalities like Lance the Voice. Are those energetic personalities mandatory for our high school sporting events? No, but energetic personalities make the experience a little extra special for the kids out there competing. And it also makes the games more entertaining to watch. You don't realize the impact a person announcing with energy can bring to a game until they aren't there. And you might not think the players notice, but they do. One of our basketball players asked me the day after a game Lance announced this past season if they had made the Bing Bang Boom Hall of Fame. So you can say what he does can bring the best out of a player's performance, a lot like a good coach does. Thanks for listening to Kenny and the Coaches. Go ahead and subscribe to my podcast and tell others about it. It's Kenny and the Coaches, and that's Kenny with an E. Until next time.